Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 5 of Soul Food titled Invocations. In this episode, we're going to cover the importance of remembrance of dhikr. We'll talk about remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specifically after the prayers. And finally, we'll talk about an invocation, a particular dua, which was given with love. As we're going through this book, Al-Uhud Al-Muhammadiyah, Divine Lights of the Prophetic Way, you can see that Imam al-Sha'arani is very thorough in covering multiple aspects of the prayer. So we've talked about praying on time, praying in congregation, praying extra prayers at home, and so forth. So he's really giving us a full picture of the sunnah and how we should be living it. And as he talks about this and gives us this treatment of the salah, he also informs us of another important practice that is associated with the salah, which is dhikr, remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says in the Quran, الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَتَطْمَئِنُّ قُلُوبُهُمْ بِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ أَلَا بِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ تَطْمَئِنُّ الْقُلُوبِ Those who believe and whose hearts find peace in the remembrance of Allah, surely in the remembrance of Allah do hearts find peace. And this informs us and shows us of the point of all acts of worship. The goal in all the acts of worship, whether it's prayer or fasting or dua, whatever it may be, is to have the heart be present with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the whole goal. And dhikr, remembrance of Allah, that's what it's all about. It is helping us be mindful of Allah so that the heart can be present with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in all states. So the end goal is to be in a perpetual state of awareness and witnessing Allah. And dhikr is one of the ways that we reach that goal. And part of the reason why we have so many du'as from the Prophet ﷺ is because he was always witnessing Allah. In every situation, in every state, whether he was going to sleep or eating or seeing the new moon or whatever it may be, he was always witnessing the Creator subhanahu wa ta'ala in every situation. So we have these compilations and collections of various prophetic invocations throughout various circumstances and situations. And that's because when you love someone, you mention them all the time. And the Prophet ﷺ, he loved Allah completely and absolutely. So he always remembered Allah and always mentioned Him. So it's only natural that there will be extra invocations that are associated with the salah and with the prayer. So that brings us to the next point, remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after the prayer. The Prophet ﷺ had a number of invocations, a number of various du'as and adhkar 
that he would recite after the prayers. The point is not to just list all of the various things the Prophet ﷺ would say because someone might easily get overwhelmed. It's not about getting overwhelmed or just coming with everything that he ever said, but rather it is striving to have consistency in your devotions to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the most important du'as that you can say after the prayer are to say subhanallah 33 times, alhamdulillah 33 times, and Allahu Akbar 33 times. And this is really easy to do. You can do it within about two minutes after the prayer. But you have to be careful because sometimes when something is too easy, the nafs wants you to push it off and overlook it. Your nafs will say to you, well, you know, if it is so easy, it can't really be that significant. It can't really be that impactful if it's so easy. So don't bother yourself. But the reality is, is that's not the case. Is that saying subhanallah 33 times, alhamdulillah 33 times, Allahu Akbar 33 times, despite the fact that it just takes a couple of minutes, it's extremely significant and very impactful particularly when you say those invocations with a heart that is present and you're consistent. There's a beautiful hadith in which a Sayyidah Fatima, the Prophet Sallallahu beloved daughter, she wanted to ask him, ask the Prophet, if there could be someone who could help her around the house. That despite being the Prophet daughter, she was doing all of these things for her family on her own without any extra help. And it was becoming a little bit burdensome. So Sayyidina Ali, her husband, عنه, he said, why don't you ask the Prophet if he can spare someone who would actually help us and serve us. So the Prophet وسلم, he said to her, Shall I inform you of what is even better than a servant? You say subhanallah 33 times. That you praise Allah, you say alhamdulillah 33 times. And you say Allahu Akbar 34 times or 33 times. There's different narrations. That you say that after every prayer and you say that before you go to bed. And this is an especially important invocation before you go to bed. Because this form of remembrance the Prophet ﷺ teaches us, it's better for you than having a servant. It puts blessings into your energy and into your strength and into your capabilities. And this is an important point. Dhikr works. The du'as of the Prophet ﷺ, they are effective. They are the most effective things and that we don't think of them as secondary things, but rather that they work. Even if you only get a little bit of sleep that night, but you say these invocations, you'll wake up and you'll feel invigorated. Obviously, getting a good night's sleep is important. It's not that you're doing something that's either or. It's mutually exclusive. No, you should get a good night's sleep because that helps you be more invigorated and get up for Salatul Fajr and so forth. But when you say it along with these adhkar, then you feel even more invigorated.
And these are the invocations that the Prophet ﷺ, he taught to the most beloved person to him, his daughter as Sayyidah Fatima anha We're going to look at another dua, which was also given with love. And this is one of my favorite ahadith, and it teaches us, once again, a particular invocation that we should say after the prayer. And as I said before, we're not trying to overwhelm you, but it's easy to put these two into practice and you can set them as a foundation and then build from there. But the reason why this hadith is so special and all of the words of the Prophet are special is the way the Prophet teaches this dua. He taught it to Sayyidina Mu'adh ibn Jabal. May Allah be well pleased with him. And the Prophet ﷺ, he prefaces what he's going to teach him with this proclamation of love. So he says, Ya Mu'adh, O Mu'adh, Wallahi inni la'uhibbuka, Wallahi inni la'uhibbuka. O Mu'adh, by Allah, I truly love you. By Allah, I truly love you. And I want you to just take a minute and imagine the Prophet ﷺ saying that to you. By Allah, I love you. What would your heart be experiencing in that moment? There's nothing that compares to that. That Allah's greatest beloved says that he loves you. So Sayyidina Mu'adh, as he's hearing this, he must be totally prepared and ready and uh, ready to give everything for whatever it takes, for whatever the price is for that love. And the Prophet then follows it and says, أُوصِيكَ يَا مُعَاذ لَا تَدَعَنَّا فِي دُبُرِ كُلِّ صَلَاةٍ تَقُولُ I counsel you, O Mu'adh, never forget to say after every prayer, Allahumma a'inni ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatik. O Allah, assist me in remembering you, thanking you, and worshiping you with excellence. It's a really short dua. But because the Prophet ﷺ prefaced it with his love, we know that it contains everything that you need and more. It contains everything that we cannot underestimate the dua because it's short, but rather part of the beauty of this religion. The Prophet ﷺ, he came to the people at the end of time and he was sent to all people and he was sent with the easiest religion ever revealed. What does that mean? Does that mean that everything in Islam is easy? Not necessarily, no. There are some things that are challenging that do require sacrifice. But what it means is that he made the path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala easier than all the previous and prophets, uh, prophets and messengers ever did. So this dua, despite being short, is filled with meanings and benefit and spiritual realities. Allahumma a'inni ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatik. And we'll put this dua in Arabic with the transliteration and translation in the show notes. And we should all aspire to say it after every single prayer. And these two things, 
Subhanallah 33 times, Alhamdulillah 33 times, Allahu Akbar 33 times, and saying, Allahumma a'inni ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatik, O oh Allah, assist me in remembering you, thanking you, and worshiping you with excellence. No matter how busy we are, we should be able to say these after the prayers. This brings us now to the call to action. When you go to bed tonight, make sure that you turn your heart to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and say the invocations that we've learned. Subhanallah 33 times, Alhamdulillah 33 times, and Allahu Akbar 33 times, and see how it brings blessings into your life. You'll be able to accomplish it tonight, inshallah, and then commit to it every night and see the blessings that it brings. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us people of remembrance, that He fills our hearts with peace, and that we witness the miracles and the wonders of remembering Him and these various invocations in our lives. Ameen ya Rabbil Alameen. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm or search for Soul Food in your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, take a minute to leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.